Hi, everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with Crypto Mom 2 and Jay Cooper Travels. And I want to welcome you to this episode. And I also want to remind you to definitely like and subscribe and share out this episode along with the others with your family, friends, and colleagues. I am really excited today to be talking to um, an individual who's all the way across the world. And that's the one beautiful thing about Zoom and our connections. We can have global conversations and do business no matter where we are. And um, for those of you that are new to Crypto Mom 2 or Jacob Travels, I want to share a little bit about me before I hop over to my guest today. Um, my background is that I'm an attorney and I'm also an educator and also an entrepreneur in the blockchain space. So I have been networking with individuals um, in this community for over five years now, and I've learned a lot about blockchain, about Bitcoin, about um, altcoins, uh, NFTs, metaverse. There's a lot of creativity um, that is in this space and it's constantly evolving. Um, one of the things that I've also done um, is that I'm an author. I'm an author of a series of book co books called The Bitcoin Cinderella, The Adventures on the Blockchain. And as a result of the books that I've been writing for um, adults as well as for children, um, I've had to educate myself. And the terms within the terminology within this space is um, kind of technical sometimes. So I, you know, as an individual who does not have a tech background, I've had to kind of figure out and navigate for when I'm writing the books, who do I, who do I call, who do I talk to, you know, who are the experts? And um, I recently came back from um, the Bitcoin 2023 conference, as well as a GBA conference. Um, and both of those conferences were um, involved with blockchain and with individuals um, who are doing remarkable things in this space. And as a result of my connections, I actually navigated over to the, the company and the gentleman who we're going to be talking with today um, because he has been in this space for a while and he's actually an expert in what we call Web3. So we're going to be doing a dive into what actually Web3 is. And how if you are in business with a traditional business and you're trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to do to kind of step up and get into this area? We're going to be chatting a little bit so you now have a resource that you can, you know, connect with to learn how to do that. So welcome today. How are you doing? I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. Thank you. Yeah. So why don't you introduce yourself and also the name of the company? We're also, for those that are on the audio side, we do have, I am doing this on the Zoom as well. So you can definitely hop over to the Crypto Mom 2 uh, YouTube and uh, see the visual. But also for those that might be driving on the audio side, we're going to be mentioning how you can uh, reach out. All the links will be embedded in the blog below. Uh, but I definitely recommend that you hop over to the YouTube site so you can see the visuals that we're going to be talking about on today's show. Mm -hmm. My name is Talha uh, Asif. I'm based out of Bahrain. It's a tiny island right next to the way in Saudi Arabia. I currently run a company called Nalike Studio, which is a software development house, which works with founders and businesses by helping them design, launch, and scale the application, the app, and Web3 projects. I love it. I love it. Why don't you um, go ahead and uh, share your screen so we can actually take a dive into 
all of the terms that you've just mentioned, because there might be individuals that have heard about Web3 or, you know, the other parts of it, but have no clue how would that even benefit them. So um, why don't you go ahead for those that might be listening that don't know what Web3 is, why don't you go ahead and define that um, involved with this whole area? Definitely. So uh, in order to understand Web3, we have to understand Web1, Web2, and Web3. So Web1 is basically from 90s to 2004. There was nothing you could do on the internet apart from just reading websites or consuming information. Then came to Web2 from 2004 till, to, till today, which is basically we have these uh, applications, Facebook, Amazon, Google, where you as a user could not just read information, you could write information as well. A lot of good things happened, but the, the few problems, which was basically it was too centralized. These big companies control everything and it caused a lot of problems. Uh, second was there was no uh, currency embedded into it. So any transaction that you had to perform on the internet, you have to rely on these middlemen like banks or exchanges. And the third is that there was no concept of ownership, right? Apart from other problems, these were the main three problems. Therefore, when uh, this new technology came out in 2009 called the blockchain technology, it sort of solved these three problems, which is that now any new organization that you know became becomes the level of Google or Facebook or Amazon, it would be decentralized. It wouldn't be that the power wouldn't be in one place. The power would be distributed within the users or the community of the application through tokens. That was the first thing that now there was there would be no centralizations. Uh, second is basically the there would be a native currency on the internet, which is cryptocurrency that you can perform transaction online and with cryptocurrency peer to peer. And the third is the concept of ownership, which is basically you can own things on the internet for, for the first time through something called non-fungible tokens. So that's basically Web3. Web3 is a new iteration of the internet where the foundation of the internet is being changed, which would ultimately result in, in the benefit of the overall community right now. The majority of the benefit goes to these giant companies. They make a lot of money, all the benefits are to them. But right now with this new application that starts coming out, the community or us as users would be more empowered and rewarded. That's the short version of it. Okay. So how did you um how did you get involved with the web three side? What's your background? Um, you know, I I love stories and journeys. I mean, mine has not been straight and narrow. Um, you know, I being a lawyer and an educator, even though I will share with everyone on on our uh, conversation that it, during college, my major was science, technology, and society. So I, I know I've mentioned this before on other talk shows, but when I learned about blockchain, I really felt like everything was coming together and I felt very comfortable with the whole idea because of the policy side, the tech side. It just felt like, you know, finally I've gone full circle. What's your story? How did you end up coming to this space? My story is quite interesting. So I'll go back a little bit, but I'll Make it fast. I'm an immigrant. I was born in Pakistan. Then I moved to Dubai. I lived there for four years and came to Bahrain. All my life, I was told that the only way to get ahead in life was to study hard uh, and get good grades. And I did that for 12 straight years. Uh, and I was always at the top of my class. But I went to university. I realized, no, that's not how I'm going to make it. I have to figure out different ways. So I shifted my focus from my studies and I got more focused on learning skills. Mainly it was selling and second was building, developing things. Uh, at the age of 17, I was able to make my first $60 online by writing an article for someone. And that was a new concept to me that I can make money online, that I don't have to rely on anyone. So from yeah. there on, then I decided that I will never work for anyone. All I have to do is just figure out things for myself, provide value to people on the internet and earn money. 
Uh, so from there on then for the next two years, I scaled that idea where I realized that if I wanted to make more money, because my goal has always been to make as much money as possible, as fast as possible. When, when I was young, that was my goal. Uh, but then I realized that I only have a limited number of hours in a day and I could not do everything myself. So I have to learn the skills of managing and delegation. So I hired a bunch of writers and then I went hired a bunch of sales people and I sort of created this whole uh, online agency just through my WhatsApp. So that was my sort of first venture at entrepreneurship. I didn't even knew what the meaning of entrepreneur at that time. So from there on, then I was able to do that. And then us as human beings, we always want to do bigger things. We always want more. We are never satisfied. So I said, it myself, I said told to myself, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going to do something bigger. Uh, long story short, I did a lot of things for the next uh, four to five years. Some of them succeeded, some of them failed. But in 2021, I was sitting with one of two of my friends, Shahroz and Talha, who are co my co-founders today. And they're like, Talha, there's something called an NFT. And we should look into it. And I was like, no, I'm not going to look into it. There are other things I want to focus on. I want to build an e-commerce store, which I'm going to scale to millions of dollars in sales because that was my goal. Uh, but then when he told me that these pictures of monkeys are worth millions of dollars, I was hooked. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I, I, I'm going to look into it. So I went home, started reading about it, went, went down the crypto rabbit hole, studied all the way from 1990s, Cypher from Gera till uh, today 2021 and i was yeah. like okay this is just too big to ignore and because again i was a software engineer so i was able to pick up the concept very quickly and i was like okay too big to ignore we need to do something uh we dropped everything we launched a project uh that project got really good traction the initial collection got sold out and we were make, able to make really good connections in this space and you know develop a name for ourselves from there on then um we saw one problem and an opportunity. The problem was that there were not enough good developers out there or technical people who could basically, basically help us. Although we were technical, we were developers, but this the blockchain development was sort of new to us. So we were like looking for help, but there was no one who, who can help us. So we solved that problem by learning ourselves. We spent the next three to four months by just educating ourselves so we could just do that. Once we did that, opportunity came where people like, oh, guys, can you help us? And we're like, cool, if you, if you want to you pay us, we'll help you. And that's where this company started as three guys working from the bedroom. I'm still in the bedroom, working from the bedroom. <laughs> doing smart well, you know, these, these days you can be working from, a, you know, your home on the beach. It doesn't matter where you are because the remote business is just, you know, it's the way of life now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So with three friends started this company. It's, it's been one year. We scaled to 15, 15, 15 plus working with clients all over the world. I've worked with some of the biggest projects in this space and yeah, we're still growing. It's been an amazing journey. Uh, more than the financial side of the things, the reason I got involved in blockchain was the main problem it solved. Uh, just to quickly mention is that one is that, let's say if I'm sitting here, I want to send money to my family back in Pakistan or any other country, I have to rely on these middlemen a lot, right? Which take a heavy percentage and take like five to six days. But when I realized that I can send crypto instantly, it was too big. And then there was this concept of ownership and a lot of different things. So I was like, mainly what I what, what got me hooked was the technology. And yeah, that's the reason I'm here. No, I love it. Um, now, a question that came came to my mind, which maybe is, you know, people who are listening are also thinking, um, I have a website, but I want to do Web3. What's the difference or how do I elevate or change over, you know? Um, is, and then the other question is, you know, does, is blockchain that they might be asking themselves is blockchain on the internet? Is it on a node? You know, they've heard all this story. How, you know, 
why don't you we kind of break it down so that if someone has a, a business and a website, uh, obviously they would need to hire you to kind of do this, but how does this get translated over and, and does the customer for them, do they really even have to think about the difference between it or is it really more the backside that is the difference? Definitely. So there are a lot of questions, so we'll, we'll answer one by one. Let's start yeah. with by explaining blockchain because I think it's really important to understand. Yeah. The, sim the simplest way to understand blockchain is that it's a new way of storing information. Now imagine there is a magical book in which I write that Talha owns $10 and Jacqueline owns $10, right? And that's the book. And, and as soon as we write this, uh, uh, millions of copies are created of this this book and sent to everyone who who wants to participate. Now, in that book, it's written Talha owns ten dollars. But if I want to come in and I want to change that Talha owns hundred dollars, what I have to do would have to make a change in every single copy, right, and of that magical book, which makes it nearly impossible. So the concept of blockchain is that once anything is stored there, any information or data is stored there. It's very difficult to change. Normally, when data is stored, it's in centralized uh, devices or servers, which can be changed if needed, right? Which causes a lot of problems. So, in a simplest sense, blockchain is a new way of storing information, which cannot be manipulated easily or, or nearly impossible. Now, now this I get asked this question a lot. Okay, how can my business benefit from this technology? And initially, I was like, yeah, yeah, it can help you. But now, with over time, as my understanding has become better, and you know, my I've been more mature. I realized that, okay, not everyone needs to be involved in this or not everyone needs to, you know, be on blockchain or get scared or be afraid by it. But having an understanding is really good because before going even to Web3, most businesses haven't even taken advantage of the internet properly, right? They don't even have a really good website set up. They don't even have done SEO, which is sort of search and optimization with which their website can rank in Google searches. They haven't, they don't even have a social media strategy. So for a business going into Web3, they need to make sure that they have figured out all the stuff previously, that they have uh, done that, then only they can come into this. But but so that's one thing, right? If, if you're a business owner and you want to get into this, you need to make sure you have done the previous things uh, properly. And the second is, but there are some businesses who can really benefit from it, which I'll talk about is if I scroll down yes, directly, one, yeah. of our, one of our biggest clients is Bugatti Group. Now, this company is uh, some, someone who sells handbags travel travel back and yeah. normally what they use normally what they used to do is that they manufacture a lot of whenever they want to launch a new product they manufacture a lot of inventory beforehand and then they sold it what happens in that case is that sometimes their product got sold and sometimes they, they were left with all this inventory and a lot of costs but with this technology what we did was sort of reverse that approach where instead of whenever they want to launch a new product instead of creating an actual product they created a digital version of the product and then they sold the NFTs, right? Uh, tokens, basically, digital version of that. And, and, and in that case, they did not have to manufacture anything beforehand. However, however many tokens got sold, they only manufactured that back. So in that way, we sort of reversed the process and reduced their cost and were able to help them increase profits. So and then with that, basically, these bags are expensive and luxury. So, and most of the people that bought these bags bought for flipping purposes, which was like they bought the bag and they want to sell someone, right? But normally what the, the, the flippers or the people who wanted to make profit out of it would have to, they would have to get the bag and then they would have to find a customer and then they would have to ship the product to the customer to make their profit. But with non-fungible tokens, these guys, they can buy these tokens on marketplaces like OpenSea and then they can flip it at the same time and get their money. So it's sort of changing the entire process where they don't even have to touch the physical bag or see the physical bag ever again and still make 
uh, their profits. So it was again a win-win for the company and the win-win for customers as well. And and those guys who actually wanted the product could you know uh, clean the product. That's just one example of how we have. Them. So let me Second ask you. Let me let me interrupt you for yeah. a quick second before we go over to another business concept because I love this. Um, I was thinking, you know, here I have um, my book, and my book actually was on OpenSea, but. The question I have is with the physical product of the bag, even though I understand the idea of flipping the NFTs, eventually someone might want that bag. So um, would they then, is the built into the NFT information where they would collect the bag uh, and at a specific store or how does that work? Because obviously um, having the physical product and the, the online concept of the product uh, eventually you want to ship or or purchase or obtain so how did how was that solved yeah definitely so when someone buys an nft they sort of have a what they can do there is this um, it's called metadata of the nft there's some information stored in the token that yeah. is this product claimed or not claimed right if it's not claimed they can go to a go to their website uh you know connect their wallet or you know, just go on the website and they can claim the bag enter their shipping information and they can get their product shipped if someone needs it. And then that that NFT's sort of value changes because th- there isn't a physical product attached to it. So right now, even if you go on the market, as you'll see, there are some NFTs who have a physical product attached to it and some NFTs, the product has been claimed. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. So um, again, my mind is spinning with all these different ideas as to how this might work for, for me personally, you know, with uh, the business that I, that I have. So I see that you've had a variety of clients. Um, some of these are NFTs, some of these other uh, businesses. Uh, what are some of the other businesses that you've worked with? Definitely. Uh, before I talk about this, I just want to bring one general concept for everyone is that uh, 20 years ago, uh, people were very skeptic. Okay, why my business sh- should be on the internet, right? Now yeah. everyone needs to have a website and everyone needs to be on it. Again, 10 years back, social media came out and everyone was like, why should I care about social media? Now every business has a social media strategy and they're paying amazing, crazy amounts of these influencers to promote their product and stuff like that. So what you need to understand is that you as a business, where is your audience, right? Now, m- most of the audience, which will come, and again, it ties into the concept of the metaverse, right? Which basically ties with web3 is that we might have a different online presence where users would be there so and and if once these applications start coming out where with these immersive glasses or whatever where i can roam around the customers would be there so you as a business if that's your target audience you need to start thinking from now on okay how can i sell my product or my services or just provide value to my customers and those platform so that's one thing that people need to understand and when i tell them okay then they then then they start thinking about it okay there is something into this it's not that necessarily that it's going to affect you now but it might happen that you know because again those who are not uh, willing to change they get left behind so, so that's one thing where your customers are going to be and and if you see these young children my brother or you might have siblings that they're always in these games minecraft roblox yeah. Fortnite, right yeah they're very familiar and that that is basically the concept of the metaverse, right? So they are into these platforms. Now, I give an example. McDonald's created their um, sort of um, an, uh, uh, a, a store in Fortnite where you can just play the game and then you can go and order the food, just direct, uh, food directly from the game. Exactly. So again, exactly. Exactly. So, so that's what's going to happen. So you need to keep your customers in mind and keep the future generation in mind. They're very different. 
and so we need to observe that. I love I love the fact that you're talking about this because uh, about last year I was looking at I see you have the sandbox game there I was looking at um, Decentraland I was looking at all these other places trying to figure out okay how do I have a a store within there for the book for Crypto Mom Two for you know whatever it is that I might want to share the talk show or whatever and you're right these are these are new online venues that can blend with the physical venues um, and integrate with the different social media that already exists, you know, from Twitter to Discord to Telegram, you know, Facebook. I mean, it's huge in terms of, you know, and so it can all be interconnected. So I, I do think that, um, you know, if, if, if I say you in, the, in the, the broad sense, if you are a traditional business, and if you're looking at how do you leverage your customers, think, remember what happened during COVID. You know, at first we were, uh, and hopefully we never experienced that again, but we at first had the physical and then all of a sudden we were forced into the online. And, you know, the whole global community ended up being online and that's how we communicated. And it brought us a very a larger awareness that we can network and do business with those that are in other locations. So I think everyone do does need to think about uh, how do you expand your online presence. So what other businesses have you worked with? So we can kind of give an overview to everyone as to the diversity that you're able to help. Definitely. So right now you mentioned you were looking for creating a store in Decentraland. So it, this this came to my mind is we work with a company called Rack Ceramics. They're based out of uh, UAE, Dubai, and they're a really big ceramics company. They create tiles and stuff like that. So again, now this company who has millions of dollars in revenue, they were really caring about this technology, right? Even though they don't need to care about, they're doing very well in normal work, but they're like, again, forward thinking, they're always ready to take an option. So what they were like, there was this platform called Decentraland. For those of you people, listeners who don't know what Decentraland, Decentraland is this, uh, it's online metaverse or a 3D virtual environment where you can uh, have your own characters and you know roam around and then you can perform transactions with real money, which is cryptocurrency and own things as NFTs. So that was like one of the most famous metaverse called Decentralized. Now this company called Rack Ceramics, they came to us and they were, and they were like, well, we need to have a store here with which we can showcase our products and then ultimately lead people to buy those products. So we created this 3D uh, showroom, which was a replica of their existing showroom. And we showcase some of their products. As you can see, if, if you go inside, this is like how their actual buildings look like. So we just sort of created a digital twin here and there were products showcased here. And then they were like, people could just click on a links and they could go buy products or they can just buy product from here itself. Because at that time, this specific platform called Decentraland had uh, a lot of users. I don't remember the exact name, but there were a lot of users here on this platform with time as the market is going down, the number of users have decreased, the activity has decreased. But again, it's a matter of time when, again, users start going to these platforms again, which I was going, we need to be wherever users are. So that's one example of how we help them create a metaverse tour, which, which helped them, you know, um, and this got them a lot of traction as well. So they got around 200K uh, users onto their website with just having a metaverse tour because no other company in their, uh, in this specific niche was doing anything. So that really uh, helped them. Yeah, no, it's um, it's like you said, if you are in a space that no one else is in or very few people are in, then you're going to get traction there because you are unique. Um, and so you do always have to be thinking forward thinking as to where you, can you put your product or service because 
you know, it's, uh, it's, it's where the, the clients could possibly be. Um, so what are you showing us now? Because you're scrolling across. And for those that are on the yeah. audience side, definitely come on over to the, um, uh, you know, to the, the YouTube side so you can actually see it. Yeah, so there, there are a lot of projects that we work with. Uh, if, if I go through each one of them, it will take a long time. But what I'm going to say is that we work with, like, for example, Santa Fe NFT. So this is a platform for artists who are looking to create digital art can come onto this platform and this platform would help them uh, launch their first ever collection. So again, this technology is for everyone from artists to business owners to creatives. I think th th this technology is mainly for creators because right now when you are a creator on these uh, social media platforms, and you have a lot of views or you know you have a lot of audience you're not able to make money why because these platforms take a giant cut so if you're, if you're on youtube and you you know you make videos and you have a lot of viewers youtube would take all the ad revenue if you're on instagram they would take it but with, with, with this new technology there are new platforms coming up where you as a creator would get to keep the entire cut. so if you're familiar how ads work is that when you want to run ad on any social media platform you do the platform and the platform sort of takes the entire cut and give you a very, very small percentage to you if you read a certain amount of views. You, even though if it's in 100,000 or millions of views, you don't get paid. But with this, because there are these central men, but with these, this technology, there are new platforms that will coming out there and coming out there where you can keep the entire revenue as long as you have an audience or you have. So I think creators, digital creators, need to pay much more attention to this uh, technology. And yeah, there are a lot of projects that we work with, Binance, and Icon Crypto Academy. And Icon Crypto Academy is a really good one which is by Sarsen Funds, is that... Yes, sort of I know. Thank on. you so much for bringing this up because American Crypto Academy and Sarsen Funds also, um, you know, were sponsored uh, my booth at the Bitcoin 2023. So I definitely wanted to uh, share with everyone who's listening that they need to check this out. So I, I'm really glad that you brought this up. Thank you so much. So share more. Yeah, so American Crypto Academy and the team is awesome, first of all, and they're doing a yes. really good job, which is basically... Uh, all the stuff I'm talking about would not matter if these guys are not into place because the first step is bring onboarding users into the world of Web3 and that's been yeah. crypto education. So Imagine Crypto Academy is on a mission to basically educate people from all the way from like beginners and mostly real estate professionals, lawyers, doctors, I mean, every, every profession, uh, profession because just as you said and I said is that crypto is for everyone, it's not for just the technical people. So what they're doing is sort of focusing on the education and making these professionals ready with their certification and courses. So, and, and their application is still live. You can go check them out and they're doing a really good job. And I'm amazed the quality of content that these guys create is really good. Yeah. yeah. And I will also have their links embedded below because of the fact that, um, uh, you know, I definitely support what they're doing. Uh, I'm all about education and, um, and they're about clarity. So, and providing the, the, everyone needs to be informed and so you do need to educate because again in this space you know you have to be an aware customer and that uh means that you have to educate yourself amazing and yeah there are a lot of other projects that work with uh, from all different industries it's an amazing uh journey Such because i wake up exactly i wake up every day excited that there's so much to learn there's so much to learn, there's so much to do. And, and again, it's it's at that moment where, you know, history is being created. If you go back 20 years back when Facebook, Amazon, Google were creating out, if I was there at that time, I would have been so excited. I think this is, again, that sort of time where we are witnessing these next Facebook, Amazon, Google being created. So if someone is listening and they are um, uh, thinking about taking the next step, maybe a little nervous about taking the next step, um, 
what would you recommend to them? Um, and for new clients, how do you onboard them? You know, what's, what's the process? So that way they can feel comfortable reaching out to you to kind of learn a little bit more about the service. Yeah, again, apart from, you know, people reaching out to us, I would recommend is that education, just, just get involved, listen to podcasts such as yourself and other education resources, just to begin get an understanding of what's going on because having knowledge does not hurt it does not cost anything in today's days it's everything is free so that's the first step be curious you know learning about and once you want to ready to make take the next step you can reach to us a service provider or different service provider companies where they can sort of spend a lot of time educating you because most of our time is spent spent educating uh customers figuring out what, what how they can navigate this new space so yeah, that's the first step where they can get in touch with us. We spend a lot of time on educating them, consulting them, strategizing with them. And then on we go to the next step, which is the execution step. That sounds great. Um, why don't you go ahead and um, mention how they can reach out to you, even though I'm going to definitely have the blog, uh, everything embedded in the blog below. Yeah, definitely. So we are everywhere. So we, we have a website. We are on all social media platforms. They can reach on to www.nlx.com. And then there is a contact form you can reach out to us where we ask basically ask you a bunch of questions, ask you your pain points, what are you looking to do? And then we reach out back to you, we schedule a call, a discovery call, and then we take it from there. From and I know this might be too broad a question, but from start to finish, if someone was to, you know, reach out to you and say, Hey, this is my project, um, can they have something turned around in like a few months or how long does it norm might take? I know every client might be different, but what's the turnaround time? Yeah, so, so we proud of ourselves with fast turnaround time because uh, by working uh, like the last 20 year, what we have done, we have these ready-made uh, white labels or template solutions with which we can have a very quick turnaround. So anywhere from one week to one year, but wow. it won't be one year, it's one week, yeah. Yeah, wow, weeks. that's amazing. That is really amazing. Um, and so everyone who's listening, definitely um, think about how can you step up to from web two to web three. And, you know, as we talked about, it is all about education and to educate yourself. Sometimes you need to reach out to individuals, um, you know, like the studio to find out how to make this happen. So again, everyone who's listening, um, definitely check out the platforms that are going to be embedded below the websites below. And if you have questions, you know, ask them because that's how we learn. And I, I know that when I first started, I was definitely at a kindergarten level or pre-K level in terms of terminology. Now, you know, again, uh, I might be at the fifth grade level because, you know, those that are coding are at, definitely at the graduate school level. You know, I'm not there yet. But again, we, we, we grow as we learn and as we ask the questions. And um, I really appreciate your being on today. I, I've learned a lot and I'm very excited to be um, learning more as we kind of have more episodes to talk about the technology, the Web3 space, and also your other clients. Because again, um, each one of your clients is very unique and is solving a different problem uh, within the space. So for everyone, as I always say at the end of my shows, remember, uh, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. We're all so interconnected or we're all part of one world. Definitely like and subscribe and have a great day. Thanks, everyone. Bye.